Hey guys, so check this out. So today in the podcast, I have the privilege of having the beautiful Kelly Bowen. Bowen, Bowen. Kelly B. I like to call her Kelly B. I mean, she likes it anyway. So uh, I have the privilege of having her in the uh, podcast today. We're going to be talking about uh, her journey as an entrepreneur. She's a businesswoman. She's the jack of all trades. I hope master of some. <laughs> Maybe. But anyways, this is going to be fun. Uh, for those who are at home, like the stay-home moms and those who are into all that stuff and you're wondering on what you can do and how you can make money off your time, this podcast is for you. Today you get to learn about like, what she does, how she started it and some tips on how you can start yours too and be productive and make money. Be the boss lady, be the boss, you know, just be the boss. Anyway, this is going to be fun. I'm excited. Stay tuned, guys. Hey guys, welcome to my podcast today. I'm your host, Freddie J. And with me, I have Kelly B. That's me. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, she's a referral from uh, one of my previous guests on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said a lot about you. And uh, I'm excited. Aww. Seems like you bring a lot of experience to the table today. And uh, today we're so. going to be talking about your entrepreneurship journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to you know, do a deep dive into your career and see what challenges you faced, uh, what you like about your career, the, pr- the pros and cons, and also see how we can better help people out there who are like thinking of embarking on the same journey that you did years ago. And uh, so could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, where are you from? What do you do? Uh, what are your hobbies? And uh, what brought you into this town if you're not from Pocatello? Yeah. Um, well, I was born and raised in Boise, Idaho. Nice. And um, my parents own a dry cleaning business called Clothesline Cleaners. Um, that's been around for about 45 years. And that was where I really got my start in um, seeing the ins and outs of a business being ran. So I started working there when I was a teenager. And I spent 10 years at that business helping my dad run the place. Okay. Um, and that was really, I think, what pushed me into being independent and looking for entrepreneurship in other ways. I'm an artist and a creative person, so I'm always looking for areas where I can be creative and utilize my creative skills. So when uh, my husband and I decided to pack up and move to Pocatello for a job opportunity for him, I decided to pull back and not get a, a day job or something simple. I wanted to try and break away and do something for myself. So that was when I started working as a social media manager. Okay. And I started working for people that I knew that just needed help running their Instagram and their Facebook pages, um, small business owners, entrepreneurs themselves. Um, and that was kind of where I got that start. And I've been doing that now for a handful of years. Um, and then from there, I've kind of branched off and added other things to my repertoire so things nice. like gift basket making mm-hmm. bo- um, gift box making um, and that kind of goes hand in hand with the social media business people who have a number of clients that they maybe need to give gifts to like realtors realtors that have clients that they want to send an appreciation gift to I will put together a beautiful gift basket because again I'm an artist so everything that I touch is a work of art um, and so that started that business so that business is called basket case basket case basket case by that's Kelly a cool B. name yeah i'm a little bit of a basket case it's a basket in my personality case. <laughs> that's pretty so, nice though. yeah so so i started that and so we have a we have a daughter she's five um mm. and so when we 
uh, right after we moved here to Pocatello, I got pregnant and I realized that I was going to need to be able to do something from home. Yeah. So that was really kind of what pushed me to, to stay working for myself and to figure out things that I could do while I stayed home with a baby and while I was pregnant. And I've done that ever since she was born. So, so right now you just, you, you walk from home or you do whatever you want to do mm-hmm. and you get to take care of your your child and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. She's entering kindergarten now. So I'll, oh. my stay at home mom journey is going to end here soon, which is, is bittersweet. Um, but it's amazing that I've been able to stay home this whole time. I mean, you know, my husband works out of the house and has a regular, you know, nine to five type job. Um, and then I've been able to do all this other stuff on the side. It still allowed me a whole lot of freedom to, to stay home and focus on being a mom first, but also, um, you know, focus on, on businesses and goals. Yeah. That's pretty impressive though, because, uh, you didn't just want to sit, you know, sit on your butt and do nothing. Yeah. So you made, you made the best use of your time that yeah, you have. Thank so you. I, I think, think that's so. pretty impressive. So, uh, I will clap yeah. for you, but uh, I don't want to affect the audio, so that's, I'm impressed. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do a deep dive uh, into your entrepreneurship journey. Okay. So what inspired you to become an entrepreneur, and how did you start your own business? Well, I think it's who inspired me um, to, more than anything. My sister-in-law, um, so my, my brother's, or my husband's um, middle sister, she is an entrepreneur herself and I really um, admire the hard work that she does and Mm -hmm. the way that she just has an idea and then just does it. Um, And so she was the one who gave me the idea for social media management. That was where I really started that journey. And she was running a business at the time that she needed some help with. And so she said, I'll pay you to do X, Y, and Z. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm happy to do that. So that was where that all started. And she gave me a lot of inspiration and that it, that was just kind of like the starting place, the, the jumping off point. Nice. Yeah. Did you get any previous training before you started or it was something you just, it was self-taught or YouTube? It was very self-taught. Um, although through working in my dad's um, dry cleaning business, I did mm-hmm. do a lot of um, alternative education. So, you know, day... Um, seminars where I would go and sit in a classroom of other adults, like-minded adults, and learn about marketing or customer service, um, working with the public, those types of things. And I feel like that's really where my um, strength lies, is working with people and and doing it with a creative eye. Nice. So I didn't um, take any, you know, I don't have a college credential, credentials for this. I don't have a business degree um, in marketing or anything like that. It's a lot of it has been, you know, self-taught and, and self. Yeah. That is, that is pretty <laughs> impressive. And I have to stop using that word impressive. So, <laughs> so you don't, you didn't go to college? Uh, no, I, well, I did, I did a couple of courses at, um, Boise State University, um, okay. an art class and a psychology class. And I, sh- shortly after starting those classes, realized that that lifestyle wasn't really for me, um, that I wanted to branch out on my own and yeah. make my own path. So I didn't, I didn't pursue that. So uh, I, I'm pretty glad this is your journey because I always, uh, I've been trying to pass this message out to people that education is not for everybody. School. Yeah. We have different kind of education. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to get a master's degree or a PhD to be successful. Right. You know, so I think uh, you're a living proof. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of, um, you know, other alternative classes, there's webinars, there's yeah. online, all kinds of online training. There's just other things other than a, a typical college classroom 
setting that where you can get a lot of education if you just look for it you can find yeah, it so. i agree so what challenges uh, did you face starting your business and how did you overcome them i think really my biggest challenge in the beginning and even throughout the, this whole journey has been maybe the lack of of knowledge or that that imposter syndrome that you get where you feel like i'm not really i don't really know what i'm doing <laughs> and yeah. i'm kind of making it up as i go mm-hmm. and so a, a little bit of self-doubt i think creeps in when I realize that I don't have a whole lot of credential to back this up. I don't have a, a degree or, or anything substantial to tell people like, this is why you should hire me. I have to go based off of my personal drive and my personality. And that's really, I think, the selling point for me. So people have to believe in me and my ability to, to do what I do based off of my personal talents, which aren't tangible, right? So being able to explain that to a new client can sometimes be hard and maybe feel a little bit like um, nerve wracking, like, oh, yeah. I don't know if they're going to trust me. Um, but yeah, that's that's been my challenge. So you don't have like certifications? There are no certifications out there and stuff like oh, that? Oh, there certainly are. I just don't have any. <laughs> because I love to just pave my own way and yeah. do it how I think it should be done. And um, I'm really good at faking it. I'm really good at making things up. I'm really good at working on the fly and improvising. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's really what sets me apart. That's nice. So she likes to do things our own way. Uh, she makes our own stuff. Like she's our own boss. You know, she's a boss lady, <laughs> quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think many ladies are gonna like that out there. Yeah. 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 They're gonna I like to so. hear that. They're like, she's our own boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, you don't, so your job, basically, when you meet your uh, prospective clients, uh, they just hire you by fate, hoping that you are what you say you are. Yes. <laughs> like you don't really have yeah. nothing to show. Hoping a prayer. <laughs> hoping a prayer. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, a lot of it is referral-based, okay. too, right? So, you know, when I start with family and friends, people who mm-hmm. know me, and they already trust my integrity. They already know that I'm a yeah. good person, that I'm hardworking, that I'm creative, that I'm capable Um, so they, you know, from there have been able to spread the word to their colleagues, friends, people that they know that need my line of work. Um, and so that's kind of how that has, has blossomed and and grown. Um, but yes, they, they just put their trust in me. I think, I think so many people in this world that we live in with so much technology, so much social media presence that's so needed for businesses there, most people are just desperate to have someone like me take over that area where they may not have uh, as much knowledge. I mean, I have helped people who have not even ever signed into a Facebook account. They know nothing about it. So, I mean, I at least have the knowledge just because I was, I'm a millennial. So I was born in the time where Facebook was literally invented. Yeah. (laughs) So. So I, I, from what you just said right now, because when I was growing up, uh, my parents, they were not born in this generation of clothes. Mm-hmm. So they are not very tech savvy. Yeah. So I had to teach my dad how to use Facebook. Even yep. up to date, he still doesn't know how to use his emails. <laughs> like how to read his yes. own emails. Yep. He'd be like, oh, I could you help it. me check my email? Mm-hmm. And it is frustrating. Yep. yep. So right do you ever feel you. that way? <laughs> all the time. My parents come to me all the time with questions about like the iPhone and how to how to do this and how to do that. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm like the, the tech um, guru of, of my family, I feel like, because I I mean, it's it's it started out as just a, a love for technology, a love for the convenience of it yeah. and to be able to connect with people. And that I think is where 
a lot of people just you, you find your own education because you just if you're on your phone enough you know or on the internet enough you figure out little tricks and loopholes and things and so so is it safe to say that patience is very important in your line of work oh yeah a lot of it and i'm not a patient person i'll be honest that is not my forte <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> yeah, that's me too. Yeah. So how do you identify and evaluate business opportunities? Um, you know, I think that a lot of that has to do with just my my personal life. You know, when when I feel like I um am ready to take on another client, um when I see a need for it, when I've got a, a colleague or a, someone that I know that is is searching for um ways that I know that I can help them. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it is done, you know, online. If I'm, people will tag me in different posts. Um, so I, I think it's just kind of wherever I see the need and whenever I feel like I am able to, to take that on. Because again, being a mom is my full-time job. That is true. And most important, being a wife and a mom comes first before anything else. And so I prioritize those things first and everything else second. So in other words, you're always on social media, you're always online, always on your phone, and always, you know, so you need the internet. Always, always, I need good Wi-Fi. Okay, so <clears throat> this question wasn't planned, but I just okay. thought about it, so. Let's add it. So how how do you deal with when you don't when you lose service? Because when I don't have internet, like I am, <laughs> I'm going all, I'm going all gaga, you know, uh -huh. I'm going yeah. crazy. Yeah, I get, I get upset first. And then, um, and then I just pause and I just take a break and, and then, you know, usually it works out. I typically have pretty good service at home, um, and, or I will find places to sit down and work that I know have good Wi-Fi. Like the coffee shop? Like Starbucks. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. I know that, I know the dead zone places that I'm not going to sit down at. Um, I won't name them, but I just know. So yeah, I, it's not typically an issue for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. So what strategies do you use to effectively manage your time and prioritize tasks? As, a, mm. uh, also as an entrepreneur, I know you talked a little bit about it, about, yeah. you know, family and, you know. Yeah, it's hard. That's a hard one for me. I, I haven't always been um, really skilled in prioritizing and, and time management. I tend to be scattered um, and spontaneous. And sometimes I just kind of fly by the seat of my pants and I just do things when it feels right. Yeah. So I'm not um, the most dedicated as far as a schedule or a routine is concerned. Um, but I, again, I'm one of those kinds of people who just, I, I'll always find a way and I work really well under pressure. So when I'm down to the, the wire and I have to get something done, I get it done. Can I give you a high five? Because <laughs> yes. that's me. Yes. I work better under pressure. Mm -hmm. I wait for the last minute. Uh, me then too. my brain is working yep. and then overtime. I'm like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I just get it done. Um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely prioritize my family first, as I've said, um, okay. I, I get my daily duties done with my daughter. I spend time with her. I take her to school. I take her on play dates and I will typically do most of my work in the evenings mm -hmm. because I'm one of those people that I like to sleep in in the mornings. And oftentimes I have to still have to get up early for different things. And then I spend the day, you know, doing kind of the fun stuff, the errand running, the mom things. Yeah. And I'm, I'm most alert and, and like, thriving between the hours of like 7 and 10 p.m. And so that is when I typically am on my phone. 7 p.m. to 10 p.m.? 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. I am say, on it. I, that is when I am. <laughs> I know. Like afternoon time, I'm like, it's time for a nap. Yeah. So I rest. I, I fully like lay down on the couch and I take time for myself and I relax because my daughter's usually taking a nap or some quiet time. Um, and so then I typically will get 
on my my phone and do or my laptop and do work in the evenings when my husband's ho- home and can yeah. help kind of take care of our daughter. So we tag team. We do a good job. That's nice. Of that, yeah. And how important is networking and building business relationships in entrepreneurship? And what tips do you have for effective networking? Mm, networking is so important for, yeah. for people who are entrepreneurs. Um, you have to get the word out because so much of this world and, and, and our society is so saturated with so many things and especially on the internet, you can take on take in so much information. It's an information overload um, and it can be harmful. And so okay. I think for people that work for themselves and who have small businesses, having an online presence is just so, so important. So networking is the way to spread that word. Um, and there's all different forms of it. I've, I've done a lot of um, networking groups um, where you meet, you know, weekly and you, you give each other leads and you talk about what you do. You offer up a little elevator speech. This is who I am. This is what I do. Um, so I've done a lot of that over the years. Um, currently, I'm not involved in anything like that, but um, I network just through talking with people, knowing people, making connections. So is it safe to say that you're extroverted? Yes. That's yes, important I though, am. because you need to be able to talk to people. Yeah. And I, do you think you're a pro in communication? Thank you. Do you. No, I'm asking, do you think you're oh. a pro? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I think I am pretty pretty skilled at communicating. Yes, it's something that I uh, value as really important. You don't want to give yourself a uh, five star? Yeah, um, some days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be like too She's proud. just being decent. I, I'm sure she she's five star. Yeah. I, I think so. I think I'm a good communicator. Yeah. I think good. that's really important. It's key. Working with people. I mean, yeah, you got to be able to key. talk to people. And even if you're not feeling confident, just to pretend that you are, you know, to act as though you are, um, you almost fake yourself into the reality of being confident. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I yeah. like that. So, yeah, I've done uh, military recruiting uh, mm-hmm. in the past and communication is very important. Yeah. Body language, even smiling at people. And sometimes we have to push people to make these good decisions yes you know sometimes they don't know what's good for them no offense we guide them we, have to be we, we guide them to help them make that decision yeah you know because you know what's right yeah yeah of course we do right <laughs> <laughs> we're helpers yeah <laughs> okay so how do you handle failure this is a big one how do you mm. handle failure and setback as an entrepreneur and what lessons have you learned from them oh that is that's a tough one i don't like failing Um, or ever feeling like a failure, but it's part of growth, right? So I know that it's a natural thing. Um, It's a great um, life lesson, you know, moment when we fail. Yeah. Um, I think that I have handled it pretty graciously uh, through, through especially the social media world, because I know that I'm not um, the most skilled or knowledgeable. And I know that in, in the industry of social media management, that I'm one of one in a million. Yeah. Um, and that there are people who have different styles than me. My 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 niche, I feel like, is is the connection, is the communication, the relationship, yeah. um, and the passion behind it, um, which you can't really teach. So when I fail, or when I feel as though I've failed someone, um, I can I can tend to beat myself up a little bit. I'm a harsh critic of myself. So I have to work on, you know, forgiveness and um, taking the opportunity to learn and grow and not, you know, be offended um, or upset if something happens or doesn't go my way. You make it sound so easy and sound so good. So now I want to ask you, so (laughs) has this ever happened to you where you face failure and you just 
kept you down for a while and you started doubting yourself and all that stuff oh yeah i mean i'm human so yeah. certainly i have you know i have to i have to talk it through you know with my husband yeah. and complain and let myself be mad um and you know maybe take a day or two to to mull it over but um i don't like to sit in those places for for too long because it you know it doesn't do me any good yeah um and it's part of life and i realize that that's true so. it is it is part of life yeah. what roles does innovation play in entrepreneurship and how do you stay innovative in a constantly changing business landscape that's like, a, that's a like great it. one yeah. innovation yeah and and how to how to, especially with you know regard to social media facebook and instagram specifically ever changing right every day i mean how do you stay on top of it uh, that is it's it almost feels like an impossible task um, and I could probably even do better at at staying up to date with the current trends, um, you know, by taking some webinars um, and just keeping myself abreast of what what's current, what's what's happening, whatever. Yeah. But I feel like I do enough of that by just simply being online. So I uh, I love TikTok. I love Instagram and I love Facebook uh, all for different reasons. They all kind of have their own niche. Right. And I feel like because I'm on them. And I am, as personally, I mean, from my personal accounts, yeah. I am, I'm scrolling and I am essentially studying. I'm seeing what other people are doing. I'm seeing where, uh, you know, you, cause you can look at the algorithm. You can look at reports, analytics yeah. that give you information on what posts get the most views, uh, versus the ones that don't the time of day. There's all kinds of apps out there that help you. Um, so I utilize a lot of apps, um, and I just take the time to, to study other people who do it well and learn from them. Okay. From what I've gotten from what you just said, you actually love what you do. I do. And I think it's, it makes it easier when you love what you do. So yeah. it's, it doesn't feel like a job anymore. It doesn't. It's like a hobby. Right. And you do it for it's fun. A, it's and a passion. Like TikTok. I love yeah. TikTok. I do too. I'm so glad Congress didn't ban TikTok. <laughs> Please don't ban it. <laughs> it's so good. To take people into depression. Yeah. TikTok, like last night, I was up for like two hours. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. And I it's got so a lot of information from TikTok. You know? <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Yep. So that's, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, okay, so how do you build a strong team and culture within your organization as an entrepreneur? So first of all, do you have an organization? I don't have an organization and I don't have a team. I'm independent. Um, but what, what I will speak to on that is that I don't gatekeep my information. Okay. okay? I share. Uh, I'm not competitive because I'm only competing with myself. So Facts. friends of mine, yeah, friends of mine who have, have been inspired by me what an honor, first of all, for to be an inspiration to literally anyone. Um, they have have taken what I am doing and they have asked me questions about, you know, yeah. how do you do that? How do you scale your, your price lists or how do you manage social media for other clients? What apps yeah. do you use? I freely give that information and encourage them to do it too. Because uh, as someone who's in my mid-30s, married with a child, that life is already hard enough. Um, and I have a lot of friends who are in similar phases of, of our lives yeah. and also are looking for that extra thing. What can I do to make money but also stay home? Um, so, yeah, I, I think that in a sense, I'm building a team of like-minded people who we're not working together, but we you have support and help each other. You guys have a network. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I like how you see it though because uh, where I'm from, 
it's a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. If yeah. I have a business, hell no. <laughs> I'm not giving anyone any information. <laughs> Even if mine. my mom asks me, I'll be like, nope, Mm-mm. this is mine. Go yeah. find it yourself. Yeah. That's the mentality where I'm from. Sure. So I like the way you see it though. You only compete with yourself. Yep. So that way you you you, you wanna give you wanna you don't hold information, Ooh. you give it to people. Yeah. Because information is is power sometimes if you know how to you go is. about it, you know. It is. I think that's very admirable and uh, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so what strategies do you use to effectively market and product promote your business? Um, to market and promote. Well, I mean, really, just uh, you know, sharing about it on social media. Um, word of mouth is great too, but um, because uh, because most of what I do is online. Um, you got to be online and you yeah. have to share about what you do, talk about the work that you do. Um, so, you know, talking about it in my stories, sharing about it in posts, um, making sure that people know about it, um, you know, friends and family. Yeah. Um, I think that's really kind of the simple answer to that. So how has your support been so far since you started your journey as an entrepreneur from your friends and family members? Oh, it's been wonderful. Yes. I mean, I, I would say my biggest supporter is my husband because he has allowed uh, or he has worked hard to help keep yeah. our financial situation in check so that I can be free to be creative and change my mind and ebb and flow um, and, and, you know, be an entrepreneur because entrepreneurs aren't always the most financially successful people. Um, and so that can be challenging. Right. You got to you got to pay your bills. So my husband has been the most supportive um but you know yeah my, my parents and my sister and my friends alike have all championed me through this process and and that's been helpful so now this brings me to a question that i just told you about while you were talking so your husband is there to support you he's your backbone he's your rock and all that sweet stuff mm-hmm. you know yeah <laughs> so how do you feel you would have done if your husband wasn't there i would not have been able to do this okay period Okay, because you need a source of income, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, I, I mean, I say that with the reality that I have. Obviously, if I didn't have my husband, I would have figured it out, right? I, I'm, I'm an independent person. I would yeah. have, I would have, but my life would have just looked different. Um, and so I really do value his position in my life and, and, and the support that he gives me because I don't believe that as much of what I'm doing right now would have been possible without, without him. him there. Yeah so sweet what was yeah. his name Seth 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 shout out to yeah. Seth right on Seth <laughs> <laughs> love you babe <laughs> alright so uh, how do you approach financial management f- and funding to your business and what advice do you have for entrepreneurs seeking investment or financing mm. you know that's a tough one because friends of mine who know what I do and or who have done what I do who have worked in the social media world have told me often that I don't charge enough, that I'm too humble, that I, I'm almost giving it away a You're little too bit. Humble. Too says, humble. Who does that? Who yeah, says that? What? Right? <laughs> me? No. Um, and so, uh, I don't know. I think that that's an area where I could grow, um, where I could be a little bit more proud and <laughs> and and not not shy away from, from knowing my worth and charging accordingly. So, yeah, the financial part, I think, is sometimes kind of a struggle. So what do you think? Do you think you need to bill more? Like, bill, get, bill your clients more? You know, not necessarily, because there was a time when I had about 10 clients, which was a lot for me as one person. 
had I have added a team, you know, added an employee, you know, someone to help me manage those 10 clients, it probably would have been a lot easier. But that was like my capacity at that moment in my life. I thought, well, this is really a lot of work. I'm, I'm overwhelmed by this. So now I have backed off and I only have a few clients, but those few clients I'm able to give a whole lot more to because I'm not overwhelmed. So I don't know that it's necessarily growing it as much as it's just maybe being confident in the work that I do. So what's your capacity? Uh, what number of clients do you think you can have and you can give your best and give them all your attention and, you know? I, you know, I think right now in in my life with, with everything that I'm doing, um, about five clients is, is probably my max. And I say that um, because I do so many other things outside of social media management. That's true. Um, I, I have a part-time job um, at a little coffee shop and I... Um, I do videography on the side. I do custom-made gift baskets. So I'm, I'm kind of, I, I dip my hands in a lot of pots, you know, and I, I stay busy. Um, and I tend to, I like that. I like to have lots of things because it helps keep me stimulated. If I only had one day job that I had to go through to 9 to 5, 40 hours a week, um, I wouldn't be as happy. So... That's nice. Yeah. So for your for your coffee shop uh, job. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> so uh, what's what's your job description? Okay, so I am a barista um, at uh, Idaho Coffee Company. Shout out to my. Employers. So is that the job title, barista? Barista, yeah. Barista is uh, the person who makes coffee. Although I don't tend to make most of the drinks, I manage the window. It's a drive-through only location. Okay. Um, and so when I work, I stand right there at the window and I take pe- customers orders, but so really I'm in customer service. I'm in the relational side of the business. Um, but they still consider me a, a barista because I'm handling the drinks and I'm helping with the drinks. Yeah. When I, the first time I heard that word barista, I thought about like a lawyer <laughs> because, uh, my sister is a lawyer and that's what I call her. Yeah. You know, I guess maybe there's an, there's one R. For my sisters, and there's a double R for yours. Oh, how, oh, okay. How do you spell? How no, you I spell think it? barista just has one R. B A R I S T A. Barista. Yeah, now I'm confused. Yeah. Because uh, we'll have to Google it. Yeah. Thank goodness for Google. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty nice one. I think it's a good spot for you also. You know, customer relations, talking to yes. people. Yeah, it's a great way to connect um, and and build rapport and um, just have my face out there. I it. I love this job so much. I can't say enough about it. It brings me so much joy. Um, I only work a few hours a week because I, I drop my daughter off at school and then I, I go to work and I work for a couple of hours and then I go pick her up and then we go on with our day and I wear all my other hats. <laughs> you, make, then, you, you, you make this the job sound so nice. Now I want to <laughs> go apply. <laughs> come, come work at Idaho Coffee <laughs> Company with me. It's a great place and really good coffee. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Well, she just uh, put you guys out there. Yeah, there's so. my plug for the yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> so what ethical considerations have you taken into account uh, in your business decisions and how do you ensure your business operates with integrity? Because I think integrity is very important. Oh, integrity is so important. Yeah. I really value that. Um, I really value, you know, um, sticking to your word, um, building a rapport so people can trust you, you yeah. know? Um, and the education that I've, that I have done, you know, has been, um, a lot of that, like I had said earlier in, in this, uh, alternative things, things that I find classes that I find online, um, following other, uh, 
like-minded people who mm-hmm. can can offer education you know through just the the information that they share yeah um things like that and i think that that helps build that integrity so people believe that i do actually know a thing or two i may not know everything but i know a couple she knows everything <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you feel like referral helps with your integrity also boosting your integrity like you know putting you out there yeah oh definitely i mean at I think that um, I, pr- I probably wouldn't have grown as much as I have or been able to continue this business without referrals from some of my c- closest people to me, my sister, um, my husband, um, my parents, some of my closest friends. Yeah. You know, they're the ones that are giving me those referrals. And without that, I, you know, would not have been able to grow as, as well, I don't think. That's nice. So how do you stay ahead of your competition and differentiate your business in a crowded market? I know we talked about competition a little bit. Yeah. So how do you, you know, how do you stay ahead of your competition? I mean, you said you're your own competition. I am my own competition, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I don't really think of, of what I do as much in that way, right, as okay. staying ahead of my competition. But I do believe that what sets me apart, or if someone were to ask me, you know, why would I pick you? over a larger corporation that has an established website that has hundreds of clients, you know, and charges thousands of dollars a month. Why would I pick you over them? Well, I'm a a small, I'm I'm a big fish in a small pond is how I see it. I am good at what I do because I believe in myself and because I take the time to, to make things meaningful and to make things beautiful and so i think that when i what sets me apart is is that is the passion behind what i do and like what you had said earlier i love what i do so it's not about a paycheck or a bottom line it's a relationship so every client every every person that i see come through the drive-thru at the coffee shop everyone that i help in any form of my entrepreneurship has been meaningful to me because i care about people Nice. She cares about people. I do. I think that's important, though, not just like figures and numbers and all that stuff. Yeah. So she actually cares and actually she has passion for what she does. I do. Yeah. That's nice. Thank you. How do you approach scaling and growing your business and what key factors do you consider in your expansion plans? So the first question is, do you plan to expand? Where do you see yourself in five years Mm. in your entrepreneurship? That's a hard one. I don't know. You know, I... I see myself always being an artist in anything that I do. Okay. I can't say that I'll still be doing social media management in five years or that I'll still be working at the coffee shop or that I'll still be doing videography or gift basket making or whatever new project I'm on because I do yeah. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that no matter what, I'm always going to try and find ways to be creative and to have that be a positive effect on people around me. So working with and for people um, helping people and and utilizing my creative skills to make things beautiful and presented well, um, that's going to be where I'll probably always stay. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I don't always know how to answer that question. Where are you going to be in five years? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's that's fair. I think you yeah. you slayed the question. Thank you. Nice. So my last question is, what advice do you have for people aspiring to be entrepreneurs and just starting their entrepreneurial mm. Pinero journey? Yeah, it's a hard word, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> um, wow. You know, I think um, I think so many people are so capable of so many things. 
And I think that we all have our own gifts and talents. Yeah. And I think that if you have honed in on that and figured out, you know, what your what your true gift is, some will call it a spiritual gift or yeah. a talent or a hobby, whatever that is, that's your thing that really makes you you. If you can turn that in to if you can monetize that, you're you're set for life. If you're just working a job to work a job, you may find yourself depressed or sad um, or not really thriving. So I just encourage people to, to figure out who they are and what they love and then find a way to monetize that. Find a way to do that every day and, and, and keep moving forward. And allowing, you know, the bumps, the roller coaster ride of life to, to take you and, and to fail and to get right back up and, and keep moving. Um, yeah. That's been a nice one. I'm not going to lie. I learned a lot today from you. And, uh, Thank you. I think our, our wow. message or my message for the people out there watching is wherever you find yourself in life, you can make the best out of it. Yeah. You know, if you're a stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad, or wherever you find yourself, you can think of stuff that you can do to make money yeah. and to, you know, better use your time wisely, you yes. know. And also, like she said, I'll borrow a quote, uh, She's not in competition with anybody. She's our own competition. So that's right. that's <laughs> I think that's a way to see business. Also, uh, you know, yeah, compete with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror every morning and you're your own competition. That's Strive right. to do better. Try to treat people better and be more humble. And also yeah. for the record, I don't think there's no, I don't think there's any such thing as being too humble. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, humility I is a sign of strength yeah. it's not weakness right yeah you know thank so you. i needed yeah. that i needed to hear that yeah I that. <laughs> it, was, it was nice to have you here nice today nice to have you too and, uh, thank you so much this yeah. was so fun <laughs> <laughs> all right i will just say hi to the camera hello hi